Welcome to the Lucky Titan Podcast. Here you will learn how to fill your favorite platform with tons of your dream customers from some of the world's top entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Josh Tapp. Now let's get started. What is up, everybody? Josh Tapp here again, and welcome back to the Lucky Titan. And today we're here with Lynn Whitbeck, and I am so stoked to have her here because she is the CEO and founder of Petite to Queen. And honestly, I'm just excited to have her here because she really knows her stuff when it comes to sales, pivoting, and scaling a business. So Lynn, say what's up to everybody, and we'll hop right in. Hey, hi, everybody. <laughs> Super excited to have you here. So Lynn, my first question for you, as it is with most of my guests, is if you had to start over from scratch and build a business, which isn't unfamiliar to you, it sounds like, <laughs> if you had to start over from scratch and rebuild a business, what would you do from day one to day 90 to be able to scale your business to provide a livable income for your family? Well, the first thing I would do was look internally. So what is it that I know? You know, uh, what's my experience? What's my education? Um, what's my career been? Uh, what I have done in my personal life? And so really starting with that as your basis. And then, you know, from that, what just gets you excited? What fills you with passion and enthusiasm? You know, so that's your next step, right? So because if you do what you love, you're never going to work a day in your life. And so then you take that and you want to start building your framework. And it's like, okay, so for me, it's sales. I love sales. I love everything about sales. I've met some of my best friends in sales. Um, so what I would do is I would take that and I would say, okay, so how can I serve others? Um, and what is the outcome and the deliverable going to be? And then once you've done that, now you can, you've actually got a framework for your product or service. And this works both ways, both in things like I provide a service uh, uh, for sales, but uh, for if you're building a product and you've made designed today a new mask and a really cool mask and you love to to tinker and manufacture and do those types of things and solve those types of logistic issues, whatever it happens to be, that's another way that you can now help the world. And so now you've got your product or service in line, you've built that framework out. Now, who do you know? Who are your champions? Who are the other Titans? Who are the people that are going to come to you, um, um, you know, with uh, open up a chat, really super simple so that you can tell them what you're up to, what you're doing. You find out what's going on in their world. And you might have an opportunity right there to say, you know, let's just sort of brainstorm and map this out right now, what you're doing. And it may be a way for them to jump right in and say, you know what, I'd love to work with you again, or I'd love to work with you for the first time. We've known each other for years, but either way, you're going to bring them in so that they can then help you find your customers. And it's really important that you've really thought through who, you know, who you're going to serve, you know, and how you're going to serve them, but then take that other step. That's really important. Think like the customer, what's their why? Why do they want, need, or lack your product or service, right? How is it going to benefit them? And then how will that make them do what so they can do something else? So they can, so they can what, okay? So with sales, I'm using myself as an example. I'm going to help you capitalize on your leads. I'm going to help you shorten your sales cycle, close more sales, right? 
So that's one of the things you have to look at. What's their why? And what's that outcome? Because it's ultimately so they can what? For me, it's so they can grow their business, right? So they can have a sustainable revenue. Uh, those are such important things for a business, right? So that's where you go to that point. So now you've formulated that, you've got your champions on board. The next thing you wanna do is as you're building this out and you're starting to have people come in, you really wanna have thought through that whole communication process with your potential customers. Now, part of that is you've talked about their customer why, right? Well, what are their top 10 questions gonna be about your product or service? And what are their top 10 objections going to be? I want you to answer those in a variety of formats. You need to do this ahead of time. You know, so you can write a 40 page ebook. You can create a little three part video series. You can put a workbook together. Uh, you can create an infographic. There are just so many different ways that you can answer these. And remember everyone, people are different. They're all unique and they're gonna respond to different types of outreach and different types of content. So Josh, you know that better than anyone with what you do in your field. So you want to take that and then repurpose it in a myriad of different ways. So, you know, you start with 10 pieces, uh, 10 questions, and then you serve that back to them in a number of different ways. So the same thing with their top 10 objections. And then you plan out this, your cadence and your outreach. And once again, you want to do that in a myriad of formats. It's not just an email drip campaign, people. <laughs> you really wanna think through that. And when you invest that time and this through this process, when you get to that 90 days, you're gonna discover you've closed sales, that you're, you're doing the business. And I'll tell you, when I created our sales program, um, I sold it first and then we built it on the fly. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, you know, that's the thing. It gives you that, okay, now I got to do it, right? Um, but it's a, that's you, how can you, have sell, <laughs> you can sell your product or service before it's built. Okay, don't let that be a hang up. And I know that that was something that I struggled with. Like, I got to have this all figured out ahead of time. Until I was talking to a champion and I saw my program and there I was, I had to build it. <laughs> And so it's a great way to do that. And it really putting that time in to think this through and put it all together and build that framework, that's going to make you a success and get you to those 90 days having revenue. I love that. Thank you for walking through that process. I hope people took notes on there. If not, go back and listen to it and take notes because the strategy she's talking about, and I want to highlight a couple points here. Number one was the framework. I mean, that's, that is one of the most important parts of this process. You know, we've been listening to 150 different people tell us their different methods and, and how they would sell. But the reality is what, what Lynn's talking about is what really sums it all up. It's, it's the framework. How are you actually going to deliver this, this amazingness to to the who, right? And a lot of people get so caught up on, well, we've got to make the product amazing, but if you just have a simple framework, it's easy to sell. And the second thing you talk about is the beta launch, right? You sold long before you built the product. And that's, I recommend that to everybody. It's like, why, why would you build it if you don't know they're going to buy it? I mean, what a waste of time. <laughs> so I, I hope everybody will go back and take notes. And I thank you, Lynn, for, for delving into that for us. So let's talk a little bit about your methodology when it comes to sales. And I wanted, I wanted to dovetail into this with the framework. Uh, concept in mind. What is your framework 
to helping people to shorten their sales cycle and close more deals. Yeah. So the first thing is to make sure that you are bringing in leads that fit your ideal customer avatar. Okay. Uh, because otherwise you may as well just throw the spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks. So you're wasting a lot of time and energy and resources and money. So the first thing you want to do is you want to have, I have a five question format. Uh, what are the five things that your customer needs to have or be or, or do for them to be a fit? Okay. And so when you go through those five things, um, and they can be tangible or intangibles, because one of the things on my list is that they have high professional ethics. Um, so that's really important to me. I'm not going to do business with somebody who doesn't have that one, one of that, that point, right? But they've got those five things. So then from there, it's like, okay, well, what market seg segments does my product or service fit? And I gave, um, I use this example a lot. Um, where you can sell your product or service into a number of different uh, silos within an organization or industries. So often we have products or service, certainly sales, I can sell to every industry <laughs> and I could go through a number of different silos. So I could be selling in through HR because they want a training program. I could be selling uh, directly to the sales executives, usually that's, you know, vice presidents who are running their sales teams. I could sell it directly to the C-suite because they want to grow their business. They see this as an avenue. Certainly for smaller businesses, it's really common that I sell it directly to the founder, the president, the CEO. So, but those different silos, so I just mentioned three, have three different whys they want your product or service, right? So HR is looking for some kind of training program um, to supplement so that they're just constantly helping their employees achieve um, their potential, right? And of course, with a sales manager, they're looking to close more sales, you know, to, to, to really goose their numbers. <laughs> and from a, a CEO, they're looking for their, they're really also looking at their whole company direction and you know, I, I want to call it your brand, but it's your sort of your essence of who you are as an organization, who you serve, and then how you can grow your business. So those are slightly different perspectives. So when you're addressing them, you have to, to, you know, refine your content to fit them. And so I sort of was taking that through. So that's that customer why exercise, you know, what do they want, need or lack, you know, how is this going to help them? So it benefits them by so they can, so they can what? And that's really what you want to sell. It's the outcome, so they can, right? And so once you have that, now you can start doing your outreach because now you know who you need to contact and you also need to know what that messaging needs to be. And then you develop that strategy around that. So then that gets into a whole nother level <laughs> of, of, of creating that strategy so that you're not doing these types of just, cold calls that you're sell, sell, sell. Instead, you're delivering value. It's got to be about really demonstrating your worthy intent. And what I mean by that is that you have genuine curiosity about what's going on in their world and you uh, want to provide them with something that will help them. And you're not asking for anything in return. It is that spirit of generosity um, and delivering value. 
And then when you develop that into your cadence, and that's when I talked earlier about those 10 questions and the 10 objections, um, you're actually nurturing that relationship. And that relationship arc is so important as you move them from that awareness to cultivation, to decision-making, and then to nurture them so they become your new champions. I love that. And, and I mean, we, we call them titans, champions, whatever it is, right? They're the people who are advocating for you, promoting you and being those, those partners. So I love that because, you know, Lynn, we talked about this previously to the, to the interview, but we talked about how we're both all about the relationship selling, right? Because uh, when I finally stopped trying to do the cold outreach and all these types of things for selling, it became so much simpler because when people came, I didn't have to try and sell them on me. They already knew who I was. They liked me. They wanted to talk with me. And it was just a genuine conversation about what are your needs? Like, how can I help you fill that need? You know, maybe it's not through my product, maybe through somebody, through somebody else's. So I, I really appreciate your methodology with that. So I want to ask you a question that um, maybe doesn't completely follow the flow, but what's your follow-up process? Because in a relationship type business, that's the hardest part is following up with people. Yeah, no, following up is actually so important. I mean, if you look at the stats around that of how many salespeople follow up once or never, <laughs> or they, they give up after a few tries. Um, first of all, too many people do that. Oh, I'm checking in. I'm just following up. You know, wanted to find out how things are going. Stop that. Please stop that. You want to lead with value. What can I do for you today? And so it's like, uh, we just developed this new process map. And I wanted to provide you with the link. This will do this, this, and this for you. And um, it's, and if you're leaving a phone message, you say, oh gosh, I'm so excited. We just created this new process map. It will take you through how to build this. And we provide this, this, and this to keep it to three, good, better, best, three uh, things that it's going to do for them. What's those outcomes? So they can. And then, oh, by the way, this is Lynn, Lynn Whitbeck at Future Forward Sales, Petite to Queen. So when you do that, you don't put your name up front. You put it all the way at the end. I hear your enthusiasm, your excitement. And the same thing when you're doing other forms of outreach, whether you're using a little video message, um, whether you're using LinkedIn. Uh, a great thing on LinkedIn is to leave a voicemail. You can do that on the app. You know, same thing. It's just people are blown away. They didn't even know that functionality existed, right? It's so cool. There's a lot of different ways that you can do your outreach. And I want to remind you, snail mail works too. You know, send them a cool package, you know, and once again, you're not having to invest tons of money in these things, but have that figured out. That's about the strategic development and figuring out your plan so that you have these resources that, and then you're going to use certain ones that were going to be uh, more uh, important to certain people based on their where they're at in which silo, you know, which industry, what's their job role. I love that. Well, and I love it because it's, it's be human, you know, reach out to people and be willing to do it. I know for us, um, and it's funny that you say this because it's just kind of become a reality for us is recently I've been doing some of the, the following up myself and just saying, instead of even following up, all I do is say, Hey, can I get you on this podcast? I find them a podcast to get on. And when we book the meeting and everything, like, oh, by the way, we need to talk about what you and I talked about, right? I don't even have to bring it up. They bring it back up. Um, and it's been, it's been working really well. And I was, I, what you're saying, I'm like, yep, that resonates with me because that's, 
That's what you're talking about. Provide that value, bring them something worthwhile at every step of the process. You become the logical choice to buy. Yeah. And I, I have a really funny story about how I was following up. This was a big corporate account. They had indicated interest and I kept doing that, serving up value every time I followed up. And it was in my cadence. It was number 12. I do a baker's dozen. And even then I still never really give up, but. <laughs> uh, and my number step 12 was I actually sent them a meeting invite for a lunch and they accepted. And I flew in to where I needed to fly in um, to have this meeting. We had a three hour lunch and he told me right up front, he said, I have been meaning to get back to you. I've been meaning to answer. I mean, you, every time you've given me something that I can use, but I've been so swamped. You're just so busy. But when you sent me that invite, I looked on my calendar, I was open and I said, we're doing this. We're doing this today. And then we had a three hour lunch and we actually worked through a bunch of things and I was able to push that sales forward to the next level. Right. And eventually it became a multi-million dollar deal. But that's the thing. People won't respond at these different things. But if your cadence is right and you're delivering value and that generosity, it's going to come back to reward you. And if they never buy from you, they are going to tell somebody else, oh, my gosh, I know who you should be talking to. And you're going to get a warm introduction. I love that. Wow. Yeah. Well, just so you know, I've taken a full page of notes. <laughs> so we're good over here. Um, but uh, I, I want to ask you this because everybody else I'm sure has had that same thing. We have covered a lot of different topics today and I, and I want to kind of wrap this up in a beautiful little bow, which for you, I, I want to know how can people connect with you initially and get into your world? Because you do provide so much value. People are like, hmm, how can I get those resources, right? Where, where do they go for that? Yeah, so they can go to Future Forward Sales and if they go slash sales tips, they've got a few different sales tips and one of them is on how to be a guest on a podcast. So I have a little process map. Um, I've got a number of resources on that page um, right there. Um, so if it's something that you're thinking about for your business, because this is a tremendous way for you to both deliver an ass sales asset to your team, but also to spread the word about your product or service. Um, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. I, I love that. Thank you for, for plugging podcasts because I believe, <laughs> I believe it's the best sales tool out there personally, because you meet amazing people. So make sure you go check that out. It's futureforwardsales.com slash sales tips. Is that correct? Yep, it is. Make sure I don't mess that up. So make sure you go check that out everybody. And before we sign off though, Lynn, what would you give as your final parting piece of guidance to our audience? Ah, <sighs> You have the power to choose. I want everyone to remember that. So whatever direction you're going, you have the right and responsibility to make a new decision. That's the power of choice. If something's not working for you, you can adapt, pivot, change. Okay, you can make a new decision. We live in an ever-changing world with new things emerging, new facts, new opportunities. So recognize that you have the power to choose a new direction um, and then just continue on your amazing journey. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Lucky Titan Podcast. If you want to fill your favorite platform with dream customers, then come join myself and thousands of others of hosts at theluckytitan.com slash tribe. Here you can find guests for your show, get featured on other shows, and discover the secrets to building an audience of raving fans. So once again, go create your free account at theluckytitan.com slash tribe.